We are here. I am here. Waiting for Don John. Dungeon Dragon. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Real Relationship Report. So, this is the Real Relationship Report. Tonight, we're going to be talking about red and green flags for dating men over 30, which is Dungeon's pick. And um, I got a few things that I think people should look for with that, men or women. And I know Dungeon got a few things, but you can find this podcast. What's up? You can find this podcast on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, um, Amazon Music. You can find this podcast, and it's the Real Relationship Report. We don't just sit on here and talk about relationship things. We talk about a solution for issues that may come up in a relationship. We are solution-based. We don't think it's a more of a man problem. We don't think it's more of a woman's problem. So I know a lot of people just just tired of hearing about <clears throat> relationship things on podcasts or people just airing out their diary on podcasts. This is not that. Um, Dungeon and I were on this app and we would talk in a few of other people's shows, I think in 2021 or 2022, and we just started doing shows together. I haven't met Dungeon in real life, um, but we created this podcast, so we started doing it together. Hold on, I'm gonna run this message. Red and green flags for Denny Man over 30. It's a lot of red flags. She gets it, pod. You get it, girl. Cause I'm over thirty. I'm single, so let me get a couple of red flags. You're gonna be mad. You're gonna be mad. Uh, wow. Not all the time, but you know, you're frustrated is the word I should use because uh, some men over thirty that have single with no kids are very ambitious. So some they may not have time that you want them to have time. Um, and also, men over thirty, red flags. If he loves his mama too much, get the fuck away from that motherfucker. Dead ass. Right, if he has too many female friends, not the female friends that he don't have. If he has too many like best friends, female friends, he fucks them. Get away from him. But I'm gonna think of some more. Okay, so what's up, first of all? And I think single men who do not have kids, black single men, you guys should be ambitious because you really only get a small window to be black a man single and successful and ambitious before these expectations from society start popping up and so a lot of people um a lot of people don't understand that part how about what's up what's up guess you get to pop what's going on girl What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm just everybody waiting should be in this Everyone should be in this conversation right now. Everybody should be in here right well, now. You know, like dead ass. A lot of like people everyone should be in this talk right now. Cause niggas get triggered and they're sensitive. That's yeah. why. Yeah, they are. Men oh. nowadays are very soft. Yeah. Very I'm soft. waiting for Dungeon. Um, I'm waiting for Dungeon to come to the air at eight ten. So I'm gonna just, just talk until he comes in, but I'm gonna put your message. Al Pacino at 80 years old can still have get pregnant bitches pregnant as a black man I can still have a baby I ain't one of them nigga who's like I'm too ambitious right now in life you know what I'm saying I like to travel <laughs> my grandpa always told me don't ever have a kid unless you don't go into your favorite place in the world 
and went to your favorite restaurant three times. <laughs> I get it now. I never got it, but I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. Okay. I get it. So My I grandpa was... said it. I didn't, I'm like, what the fuck is this man talking about? But I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it depends on the man, too, because some men still have kids, get married, and still live a single life. So um, I will say men don't, y- y'all don't have as long as you're healthy and you take care of yourself, you do not have a limit to when you can start a family. You know what I'm saying? That's always up to y'all. Yeah. Um, my dad made me at 60. You know what I'm saying? So I know. And yeah, so- and, I, and I try to say it like that. Like I said, like I, you see what I'm saying? Like, I want to be a father, right? Guys, let me say one thing. Me, for example, I want to be a dad. But like, unlike other mother, unlike other men, I'm not going to fuck anything and have a child and go through all that trauma and all that bullshit. I know a lot of good men, a lot of good black men. They had a, they had a kid with the wrong black women. Yeah. I know a lot of good women. They had a kid with the wrong black men. Like yeah. dead ass. <laughs> it's both ways. It's not a one-way thing. This girl was, yo, I've talked to so many women like, yo, if I had, if I didn't have a kid with this baby, I'd be a much, I'd be in a so much better place. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to have them kind of uh, regrets as a as a man. You know. It's not even. Um, it's not even regrets. It's more so like starting a family and having to troubleshoot the whole time for a long time before it gets better. Yeah. Is that part right there? But I will say this: if I didn't have kids when I had them, I would have never had them. Oh man. Girl, I love my life. I like going out. I like staying out late to like two, three. My friends say, I gotta go get my baby. I'm like, go get your baby, nigga. This more pussy. <laughs> go get your baby. Go get your fucking baby, nigga. You right. a good man. And I, and I pray, you see, you see, I may be intoxicated when I see my delivery fucked up, but I respect them for that. I really yeah. do. I have a friend of mine. I'm not gonna, this man loves his kids so much. He never has time to go out by himself. When he hangs out with us, I'm not gonna lie. Me and my friends are pretty crazy. And working for the NFL, my life can be a little, especially in season, my life mm-hmm. is very hectic. They yeah. come to the games, they have access, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, bro, we're going to the ship club with Chase Young. You want to come? <laughs> He's like, nah, I got to go see my baby. I'm like, <laughs> I, see, I love that for him. But yeah. the thing is this, he could have gone home to a beautiful woman if he had the right woman in his life, but right. he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? He goes back to his grandma who's babysitting his kid to pick her up and take him into his apartment. I don't want them kind of situation. I want to come home. I want to kiss my, my baby goodnight and go back to the bedroom and have sex with my girl when I come home from a football game being drunk as fuck. That's, That's the thing I want to do. That's a good life. life. I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue. <laughs> you want to argue. <laughs> you want to argue. <laughs> Ooh, you want to argue. <laughs> I don't get that she she gets it, but I don't get that part. But you know, some people they were raised to feel like that type of everyday arguing and disagreement is normal, and I don't want that to be my norm. You know what's funny when you say that? Uh, that's why I was saying some some uh, my my sister my sister is on here on this platform, yeah. and I always take out an example. Well, I'm not talking shit. My sister cannot stand a man who's too who's too nice. She Me likes either. that toxic shit. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, okay, I think men can be nice, but you have to yeah, a balance. Yes, what level of niceness you're gonna provide? Exactly. 
and when and I come in, for example, like my, like I grew up in a family where like all of us are strong. Yeah. We really are. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like my sister, let me. I'll be on this app talking about about men, emotional men, and their women. If a man should cry in front of his girl, right? My bad. I'm gonna hop on this yeah. H3. Come up your little laugh. Um, I'm you know I live in DC. I came from the happy hour spot. I'm gonna catch this H train. But uh, my sister was like, um, she was saying that I don't want a man to cry around me because I always said that on this app. If your mom is not dead, your sister or your your brother or your grandpa, everyone directly connected to you, don't cry in front of your girl. And I was like, oh, that's some African shit. I'm a, you see my sister from Brooklyn. Right? She was like, what the fuck would nigga cry in front of me for? If his mom or sister is not dead. That's how we were raised. You know what I'm mm. saying? But at the end of the day, people think she people are like, oh, you're a fucked up woman. I'm like, she's not a fucked up woman. What's yeah. nigga crying every day for? Come on. What are you crying about? But see, we talked about that. You're a in America. We talked about what that the fuck the last you crying about? we had. Yeah, I we did. Think, I think, like I said in that episode, if if you're not married and you're not five, you're not five years in, and you're not at home with your woman, is that you being vulnerable is not for social media. You being vulnerable is not for like the public, and you being vulnerable is not something that should be a daily thing um at the same at the same intensity like i think it's okay for you to have emotions but if you find yourself doing it on a daily basis and it's getting heavy you need to go talk to a therapist because a lot of times even if somebody cares about you and even if somebody loves you you being sad or you being depressed or you being unsure about where your life is at a moment for whatever reason is only so much that the person that cares about you can carry. Can take. What yeah. are we crying? Like I said before, like, what a nigga, because I had a bad day at work? Like, what? Some, I think you were there too. The guy was like, oh, what if you had a bad, like, I'm like, well, come on, man. What are we doing? What are I we mean, doing here? It depends. What are we doing? Is, is that bad day at work? Um, Is it exploding because of all those 16 horrible days that you didn't say shit about. That's just right there. Let me pull them up. Sometimes that's it too. I think a lot of men hold things in and they don't express themselves and then it builds up and it becomes either anger or it becomes like a sudden a sudden outburst of hella emotion. What's up, Dungeon? What up, what up, what up? My bad for being tardy. What up, Dungeon? What's okay? up with you, bro? You I had okay? to run this dog outside. I mean, couldn't make a wait anymore. Cool. It's cool. I just um pulled him up here. We were talking about <laughs> some red and green flags and just men being over emotional with without be it being with the right person. But he was waiting for you. Oh, uh, I, I got another red flag. If you look yourself in the mirror too much, be concerned. He's over thirty years old and he's getting married for like too much. He loves the mirror. Be alert. <laughs> Dealer. Okay, so you know what I have a um a pet peeve about with men over thirty. If I go on any of their social media and it's a hella selfies, mm. okay. I feel like I Selfie. feel like a man, like, like yeah, a man knowing that he's handsome, that's cool. But if there's like 
15 or 20 selfies on that page within a No, you wrong, bro. You wrong for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're dying. You wrong. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like, I, I'm, I'm fine with, like, men going out and you got somebody taking a picture of your fit from afar, but selfies, though? Nah. I can't do it. Too many selfies. I can't do it. <laughs> well, Dungeon, how you want to start this show? Listen, we've been getting a lot of a lot of female reviews talking about y'all just be going in on the women on this show. So it's time <laughs> for us going in on the men again. You okay. Know, y'all go and pick all the episodes you want to listen to and keep listening to episodes about women. We definitely, I believe in like 2021 or 22, had a summer stretch of nothing but you worthless ass niggas episodes. We did. You guys not wanting to pay for dinner. You wanted to be broken homeless. I did a whole spiel on homosexuality. Yeah. In, in year of, I can't remember what year it was, but like we played plenty of episodes going in on men. Y'all just catching us going in on women because y'all in the movement right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all are saying a bunch of ridiculous bullshit. A lot of y'all acting like gold diggers and people having to put you in your place. So you're getting caught up in the shrapnel of what's going on. But. Tonight, we've decided to take the attention off of your ignorance and mm. put it onto the ignorance of men <laughs> and, uh, and give, give them the business for a little bit. So, you know, I just wanted to start out by, obviously, I'm late, but I was planning on letting Shane go first. But, you know, ah. we're going to start out with the, the, the red flags first okay. and then the green flags for men over 30. So I was going to let you do your red flags first and I was going to do my red flags and then do the green flags afterwards. So, you okay. know, I just want to go like that way. But ladies first, as tradition would say. Okay. Um, red flags for me because I'm in my mid-30s. Wait, now uh, how many you got too? Because you, you probably got a long list. No, I ain't got a long list. Uh, okay. All right, making sure. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that petty. I'm a realist. Um, All right. A man who doesn't, who has to be reminded what time it is and where he has to be, I think over 30 is a red flag. I don't want to ever be in a position to remind a man of what time he got to be up or what he got to do today. Or a man who doesn't know where, you know, his important documents are. You know, it's, it's the morning before the flight and now you're looking for your passport. Like that type uh. of irresponsibility, I can't. I can't deal with it. Uh, if you, if your mother has your birth certificate or your social security card, I can't I can't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if if you don't know, you know, where your ID is or your ID is expired and you just outside in the streets trying to go here, trying to go there, um you driving a vehicle but it's not in your name, it's in your aunt's name, but you work a full-time job. You know what I'm saying? You're not making the payments. You hide in the vehicle at your boy's spot. Or in order for you to make any plays at your age, you're not going unless your friend is going. I don't like when men can't hold their own to handle their business. Or if you got to travel, you only travel if your friend is going. But if oh my you got to... 
if you gotta go to another state and rent a car, you can't rent a car because you ain't got this or you ain't got that. Or can somebody rent a car for you? It's like it's like having a man, but you have a disability and your disability is the fact that you're running away from being responsible for yourself. Um, I can't, I can't handle that. Someone who does, doesn't speak up and gives people in his life boundaries for his peace of mind. I don't want to ever have to speak up for a man I'm with. So his mother knows like you're overstepping or his sister knows you're overstepping or his best friend uses him and he expects me to be quiet because that's his best friend no you still can love this person you still could care about this person but this person been overstepping and i've been quiet and i'm not about to sit and be comfortable with somebody overstepping just because they comfortable and you don't you're not comfortable speaking up for yourself i don't like being around people i care about that i have to watch being used i can't handle it i would rather not be around you mm-hmm um for me because i'm a mom a man over 30 i'm not respecting any man who's not taking care of his kids at all i'm not not respecting any man that doesn't know where his child is where their school is what their uh blood type is what their allergies are what's their current size of their their kids clothes shoes what their kid need it's school time and school came out and you in the same city as your kid and you rather stand on the block or be at your boy's house mm. why are you not concerned about going to pick up your kid because mm. i don't know what it yet i i can't deal with it like i'm very on point about a man matching my lifestyle or better because I, I can't, it's, it's kind of like, once you start eating healthier, you can't go back to that unhealthy shit. It's the same way when it comes to like males in my life. And even like my male friends, I'm not gonna be a, a friend of yours that's not screwing you. That's gonna allow you to deal with a woman that I feel like you graduated from, or she's not gonna be good in your life. I'm not gonna be quiet about it. I'm gonna be respectful about it but I'm not gonna be quiet about it. I'm not gonna allow somebody to run over you. I'm not gonna allow you to be tripping up over your ego or your pride. You know, if we friends and we cool, I gotta be able to tell you when you could have done something better or give you tips on how to go about X, Y, and Z. You know, if you upset, I'm gonna hear you out, but I'm also gonna give you, well, I can see where this person is coming from why they said X, Y, and Z. Instead of you saying this, you should have said that, and this would have never been an issue. I think a lot of men may think, oh, you can't be friends with a woman unless you're fucking her because they've never had a healthy relationship with a woman they're not fucking. And I feel like when you're over 30, having a woman friend if you don't have sisters if you don't have close cousins that are of the opposite sex is such a game changer because you get to see where the women in your life are coming from you get to see how you could have moved better in a relationship as a man you get to see um 
where you can gain more understanding of what a woman needs or how to be a better man from the woman's point of view. And that's why I can't get on this bandwagon of I hate men or I hate women because we need each other. Thanks. We're not going to prosper without each other. We can't reproduce without each other. I don't care if you're a woman liking a woman or a man liking a man. If you're trying to create life, you need the okay, the green light from the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. So um for for me, that's what I'm that's what I'm on. A man over 30, that's a, a red flag. You ain't been to the doctor. You ain't uh did no STD testing ever. Uh well, now, now, now. All right. We stop right you don't, Let's put a caveat. Put a caveat on one of them. STD testing, yes. Black men, you know, some of them ain't necessarily bad guys who haven't been to the doctor. They just, sometimes they need a woman to help them do that. So I wouldn't say it's the biggest red flag or they're not going to the doctor. It's not the biggest, but when you're over 30 and you're, uh, you live in America, I'll say that because I think other countries have healthier food than we do. Yeah. It is very important for you to um get your physical checkup and know where your blood is know well, where I, your cholesterol is all of that you know what i'm saying and sometimes said, it what you say i said it because my pa- parents now my yeah. dad's 80 and my mom's 77 she still has to make him go to the doctor and he none of these young niggas that are out now you know what i mean like it's it's kind yeah. of a thing some black men just be like, it ain't a priority to me. It don't mean they're not a good black man. It's a red flag, really. Yeah. It, like the thing now, don't get twisted. We're more educated, so we don't have any right. excuse. Right. You know what I mean? So we'll go with that. But I wouldn't say it's the biggest red flag if he was like, oh, I don't want really to be worried about dot like that. I keep, I make sure I'm clean now. But right. I'm not worried about going to get my blood. You know, well, I work is, out. Well, this is the thing, too, when it comes to black people in America. Our health system hasn't been pro us exactly. ever, ever, right? And so I understand why your father might be reluctant to deal with doctors because in his era, doctors were putting poison inside black men when yeah, they would go dealt with real, real life racism. Right. <laughs> so, so I understand his pushback, but men of today. Yeah, no excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like we we can educate ourselves with a clicker of a button. We have a way to give ourselves knowledge in our hand today. And so you not eating better, or you not being aware of why you feel faint, or you not checking the fact that you don't like to taste the water. I'm not trying to hear none of that. Exactly. I don't like to taste the water. Water has no damn taste except for Deer Park, and that's Listen. why it's the worst planet. That and Dasani. I don't know why people drink that. But uh, my last one here, um, you have to be goal-oriented and you have to have an understanding of we ain't getting Social Security. What What is your retirement life about to look like? And I'm not just speaking on like on some 401k shit because I know a lot of people don't want the government telling them when they can retire, but how are you investing in your future? You can't tell me you have all these great goals, but 
the way you treat your body is like shit. You just gonna have all these great goals that you will never get to achieve and you will never be able to enjoy because your body won't be here to enjoy them. So your actions to me have to match your uh your plan. And if you don't have a plan and you over 30, I'm worried. That's a red flag for me. But that's about it. Okay. Red flags. We got them. We got them. Um, so I guess it's my turn. Yeah, what's yours looking like? What's yours looking like? So you're going to know some of mine because we do this show together. Right. But that's one, so I'm just going to put them on the game. Uh, 30, 30 plus year old nigga red flags. If <laughs> this mother can't pay his phone bill, like at the top of my list. I don't understand you motherfuckers that can't pay phone bills. What What is it about life after 30 where your phone bill is harder to pay than your fucking rent? I don't understand. I've seen, I know, I know dudes now and I'm 40. Fresh 40, not 40 plus. I'm a fresh on the dot 40. And I have a friend who couldn't come out the house the other day because his baby mama, not wife, baby mama was like, well, you didn't pay the phone bill. And I was like, it don't never be nothing else with you niggas but phone bills. <laughs> or you never need red flag. It's always that. It don't be a car note. It don't be PSCNG or the, or the water or electric. It's always a goddamn phone bill. But I think now the importance of that is because you niggas are scared you won't be able to see what's going on on social media if you don't pay for that phone bill, which is technically facts. You know what I mean? I won't know what all these other broke people are doing if I don't pay this phone bill. Because that's all you're watching is a bunch of broke people on social media. A bunch right. of broke people trying to be rich. So big, 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 big flag. If you meet a 30-year-old that cannot afford his phone bill, understand you about to get yourself some bullshit. <laughs> now, if he prides himself on being a baby daddy and having a baby mama, understand you about to get yourself some bullshit. This man don't talk about how he's a father. And just kind of what Shan said, don't know where his kids are at, don't give a fuck what they're doing. If he's like, my baby mama, my baby mama, and that, that shit turning you on, go on and be the next baby mama. You're going to be baby mama number three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever he's on. Because understand, that's all he's worth. We're going to do an episode on the baby mama versus father effect. So y'all can understand what the difference is because a lot of y'all out here just making love and raw sex to a bunch of baby daddies and making them bigger baby daddies, but don't have no type of father out here at all. So if he's happy with being a uh, baby daddy at this, this stage in life, and that's how he comes at about what he's about, and he's always talking about his baby mama, don't bother because that's what the situation is. Um, the next one's pretty easy, but I know a lot of y'all fall for this because this is one of the easiest ones to fall for. I made y'all fall for it when I was doing it. Uh, if he's a rapper, at age in life and he ain't got no other real shit going on but he's just a rapper then please understand you about yourself in a bullshit situation um yes i know some biggest rappers out currently didn't make it until they were 35 36 that ain't gonna be your situation this nigga's never gonna make it i'm saying that right <laughs> now like, that was for some people back in the day jay-z's and all them you know these niggas was rappers since they was 20 professionally right 
NBA rookies. They were in fresh out of high school. They were signed to a label, even if they were still dealing drugs and all that. Then they figured the game out and got it and made millions and billions off of it. If you are still making mixtapes, talking about the streets love me and all this dumb shit, at the age of thirty plus, ladies, that's a red flag. It ain't happening. Um, yeah. Also, if he don't have, and I will say this seriously. If the nigga don't have at least 75 to 80% of his life together, red flag. And I mean, he need to have at least two out of the three. By this point, he should have a car, some form of credit, his own place, um, a, a good career. He need to have one of them. Sorry, at least two of those at this point for you to take him seriously. You need to have his own place, a good job. Those are the really more important ones. Let you know that he's consistent and can handle real responsibility. If we don't have kids, that is, if anyway. But if he ain't got no place, no car, no money, no nothing going on, and he's 30-plus, what are we doing here? And don't get it twisted. You need to be on the same level. I'm not saying you're allowed to come after this man. And you still working at McDonald's and patting your weave that you've had over the last 15 months. It ain't changed because you can't pay your fucking phone bill either. So let's get back on track. <coughs> Excuse me. If he doesn't have at least 75, 80% of his life together or structured at this point, we are not dating him. Red flags, red flags. You're in there, Shane? <laughs> yes. Um... Was the percentage about right? 75, 80%? Yeah. 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 I feel like that was about right. Um, and there has to be legit reasons on why the rest ain't together. Exactly. Like, legit, legit. Like, I owe the IRS. Yeah, something. And even with <laughs> on IRS, make enough money, you still be in My barber owed the IRS, and this nigga makes a wonderful living. And he's about to pay them off what he owed. He only owed them like $12,000. But he paid it off while barbering and working a part-time job. He good now. Living a good okay. life and everything. So we got a so, question from Breezy. I'm going to play it. Go ahead. I got a question. So say you uh, met someone offline and they live um, further away, like in a different city or different state. How long... How long should it take for you guys to actually meet in person? How long should you wait to meet each other in person, rather. Well, first and foremost, Breezy, uh, this ain't catfish. Right. Even though it's, you think it is. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you're doing long-distance dating in this day and age, uh, I would like you know to be the first to tell you you're playing yourself because these motherfuckers ain't even loyal when you live right next door to them yeah. or live in the same house with them. You gonna try and date some nigga to live it ways away where we gotta get figure out if we need to get Neve and um Sabrina or whoever the new girl is on there to come and find you and see this nigga's real? Nah, we we not doing that. Find somebody in your state, in your in your area, and in your circle of friends that's respectable enough to date. And, and, and to answer your question, I would meet them immediately right. because do not be one of these dummies. That spends eight years of their life talking to a motherfucker that don't exist. Or Whoa. somebody that 
fat white man as a garbage man in another state that needed that's why a lot of people do long distance dating is because they someone know what's talking to them because even though they have you know they're not a real person you ain't got nothing else to talk so i definitely if you're not really like gonna meet them immediately don't waste your time that's my opinion sharon what do you think yeah um i would say if you can't see them in person within two to three months of getting to know them and it's hard to try to get to know somebody online in today's time because you wake up you wake up you get ready to go to work you work a shift depending on what they do you might be able to talk to them or you might not they talk to you at night you got to take your ass to bed you know what i'm saying hey pod 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 and dungeon i don't want to cut you off you make time for what you like no matter how tired i am you make time for what you like, especially someone you're trying to court or date or be for in a sure. relationship with. I'm busy all the time. Trust me, y'all. I am always busy, but I make time for all my hoes. But she's <laughs> talking about, like, at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning, you have to be realistic about how much are you guys talking and how much are you guys engaging. I would say no more than two to three months. I got you. Let's see what you're you saying. know what I'm saying? Especially so, um, not you're not doing this out of state. Not can I be honest? It's I feel like yeah. it should be less than that. Two to three months is too much. That's like ninety days. You know what I'm I saying? I'm not gonna lie. It's too much. Immediately, a, you gotta okay, find. You, as soon as we're both free, think, we gotta fucking connect. You gotta think as a woman, you don't want to be trying to meet somebody too soon online. So there's certain discussions that have to be had. Before you personally meet somebody you meet you met online, so One you week. should take your time because a lot of people meet somebody online and got them up in their house tonight. One week, that's true. I can relate to that. <laughs> I can relate you to that. I'm not going <laughs> 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 yeah. on this date. You get one week to talk to you enough and convince you that he ain't crazy. Y'all can meet up at a public place. Don't meet up at each other's fucking house. Yeah. Meet Applebee's or Cheesecake Factory. And I'm not going to sit there and pretend like y'all got high-end money. Applebee's, Cheesecake Factory, McDonald's, or Burger King, whatever you can afford on your poverty-ass line level. And go there and have a drink, a Coke, and a smile and talk to each other. We're not going to sit there and do this whole, oh, let's wait months and, and, and all. Because this person, if they're doing long-distance shit, there's a reason. Most people don't need long distance relationships. They want somebody they can fucking suck on every day. Or <laughs> run over there, check in on them every day. Stalk them every day. That watching you from afar is only going to drive you crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she, she, she left two more messages. Hold up. Yeah, you're, you blew it. No, I'm not accepting the answer because. Back in the day, catfish, it wasn't no video chatting. We video, if you can video yeah. chat with somebody, you know that they're real. You just don't know what the experience would be like in person. You don't know what the vibe would be like. So, I don't know. But it seems like you just want me to be bitter and hate no. me. You said motherfuckers ain't loyal in my own next door. No. I, I, <laughs> like what do you what do you what are you subjecting me to right now? <laughs> wait, wait. Please, please.
Okay, I have another question. Is it a red flag when someone doesn't want to um, talk about like <clears throat> their past relationship? Or is that a green flag? What do you guys think? It depends. It depends. Because if, if your ex uh, used to beat you up, I'm not trying to find that out on date three. You know what I'm saying? But if we get to a point where now I know enough about you where I'm comfortable having a conversation about past experiences and you share that with me, cool. But I'm not trying to hear details of you. It's, it's kind of like when you know somebody not over their ex, when they bring them up on the first date or they see something in public and be like, it's a trigger. And they be like, my ex used to do that. And then they just keep going in detail and giving too much detail. And you're just like, well, so let's change the subject. Like, I think you can tell when somebody's triggered by their past experiences, by how they react to other people or how they might react to you. I, I, think. I, I beg to differ on the ex thing. I yeah. think... I think you need to find out immediately. What, like what the f- immediately. Yo, why not? Let me know what the fuck you were doing. I would know if you're a piece of shit. I don't want to sit oh here and wait. I don't want you to sit here and use the same game you just used on them to try and swindle me in a relationship with you. What the <laughs> fuck did you do to that person? What did they do to you? Listen, hold on. We don't have to keep talking about it. It doesn't have to be every... Let's just talk about it. Get it out the way. Let's be done with it. I don't want to hear yeah. about your ex, but I do want to hear about them on the first date because I need to know why wow. you're here. You know, honestly, why you're here. I need to know what the fuck you've been up to, what you got going on, because oh you God. can do. Like, this isn't... This is a, I thought you asking it in a, in a simplistic way. If I were to ask any of your exes what, you know, their flaws mm. are, what would they tell me? You don't have to what did you do in the relationship? Say something like that. You don't play a little game with it. And if they, if they open up and tell you, cool, if they hiding that shit, they got something going on, man. Like, why would you need to hide that if you didn't do nothing crazy? If you're not uh-huh. a bad person? What you hiding it for? Tell me what you did. Oh, man, you know, we couldn't get our communication right. It wasn't working. Oh, she had too much massive energy. Oh, I was too emotional for her. Oh, I cheated. Whatever. Say that. If you tell her you cheated, she probably gonna want to fuck you that first night. It's fucked up ass world we live in with the way some of y'all think. You know, wait, I'm wait, we all men tonight. We're not doing what the women do. Um, you probably should just uh tell that man that <laughs> oh, I don't have time for your nonsense and I'm gonna move forward because I'm not about to be in a, another toxic relationship. Don't let that man put you in a bad situation. Dungeon there. said the first date. Yeah, why not? It's not, yo, it, this ain't, what's your credit score and social security number? It's and part you know of what? why. You know what, Dungeon, let me shut the hell up because I don't date, so I can't, I, I ain't got you, no barking inside. You ain't dating like 15 years. I know what's going on in these streets. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we got three more messages I'm going to play. What up, what up, what up? What's up? Um, just getting my voice back. Just sitting here listening. What y'all talking about, man? Just got the, the topic at the top. Give us some green flags or some red flags of men over thirty, and be honest. Yo, yo, dungeon got me dying. <laughs> yo, shout out to she gets in power. What's up? 
Prodigy, aka Protege. I cannot believe that my illiterate ass pronounced your name wrong for at least about what two and a half years. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Y'all got me cracking up, but y'all speaking some real shit. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you. But I feel like if you get to talking about your past relationship and you say something that the other person doesn't like, that could be a deal breaker. Like you could say, well, I cheated. That would be like a deal breaker for a lot of people or like a red flag. Like, oh, you cheated on your last person. You might cheat on me. That's going to bring about like insecurities maybe. So I don't know. Like, should you like be brief with it or tell the truth? <laughs> Shannon, I'm going to let you go first on this one because my answer is going to be a little too real. Um, so clearly Dungeon wants the deets. I don't think realistically anybody in 2024 is about to tell you I cheated on her five times and she got tired and she left. Or I slept with his brother. That's why he broke up with me. Next question. Like nobody's about to be that honest. They're going to be very vague. And honestly, when I meet people, and I don't, I'm getting to know them. I don't believe anything you tell me unless I see it in action for like the first six months of knowing you. I'm just hearing and I'm registering, but I'm not believing until I get to know you a little bit more. And it's not because you're untrustworthy. It's just my method of building a trust bond with you in the process of getting to know you like i think people i think people in their 40s start to get to i don't care if i lose you with my truth if you if i gain you keep staying cool but i don't care if i lose you with my truth i think a lot of men today struggle with the honesty up front because they're still worried about a woman's feelings so i wouldn't even think Whatever a man tells me in my 30s is real shit anyway, so I'm not going to ask you. It's like asking, you know, one of my kids that were you at some woman's house last night? Is he going to tell me no? So why am I asking? It's like trying to believe a liar already. I'm not going to ask it. So, was, was that it? Yes, I'm done with that. All right, cool. Strategically, me. <laughs> from the male perspective in your 30s if you cheated on your ex tell them tell them and tell them good because mm. it's only going to turn them on and make them come after you harder bro I I promise you this is and let, listen if she don't come after you she probably won't even look that good I can tell you right now tell <laughs> them you these women love that toxic shit boy <laughs> you want Is she bad too? Sitting there like, so why are you single? But like, I cheated on my ex. I'm a piece of shit. I'm trying to work on it, but not really. You'll be fucking the first night. I don't know what's wrong with some of these chicks or a good 85% of them out here, but when you tell them that shit, it just makes them horny. Is it like they don't want to hear about you being a good guy? It makes them horny. I'm <laughs> having your shit they want the fixer up or shit. So from the male perspective, tell them, especially if you're a dirtbag. Tell them you don't know what you really want. Tell them you don't know if you want a real relationship. Tell them you don't know how to be faithful fully. Maybe she can show you how. Maybe it will work for her. Maybe it won't. Leave everything up in the air. Don't give her any kind of consistency. Matter of fact, 
everything she asked for, give it a total opposite. Mm -hmm. That woman will be chasing at you up and down the street like a crazy motherfucker by the time you two are, are done with dealing with each other because that's what she wants, the toxicity. Now, for the male, or for the female, wait, which one was that? That was for the male to the woman. So mm -hmm. for the female to the man, don't you tell this nigga shit. If you cheated on your ex, boy, let me tell you, if you want to be taken seriously, you better just be like, oh, I'd rather not talk about that right now. Or, oh, you know, we just, we didn't see eye to eye. If you tell him you cheated, you are immediately removed from wife contingency. Immediately. There's nothing you can do. No matter how good you suck, fuck, cook, clean, <laughs> you're out of it. You will hold him because he's not taking you seriously anymore. So I know double standard, blah, 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 whatever. Get back, get over it. This is the way society is at this point. If you did some fucked up shit as a female in your last relationship, do not tell the man because you will not stand a chance, especially if he's a halfway decent ass dude or if he's a full decent ass dude. He ain't gonna fuck with you. If he's one of these six figure niggas y'all think y'all chasing out here, why would he fuck with a girl that cheats? That's not okay, what they want. That's okay, okay, okay. You Risa Tisa's out here. You know what I mean? That's the men, real men that, that got their shit together. We don't deal with that. We're not. Thank you so much for checking out the Real Relationship Report. Again, this podcast is not about hating men. This podcast is not about hating women. And this podcast is not about dumb relationship stuff. It's about self-checking and being aware of what you're doing and what you could be doing better and if you would like to support this podcast please follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app and please leave a review thank you very much let's get back into it red and green flags Ooh. interested in that we'll fuck okay we'll fuck so basically what you're saying is men benefit off of the stupidity of women being too willing to deal with what she was told. Yes. Okay. And you can. Come on now. We've been doing this. <laughs> you know, I just, I, wanted some, I just wanted some clarity. Yo, what did I say? What summer was it? Summer like 2022 where I was like, you know, ladies, I think it's over for y'all. When I started seeing y'all riding on the back of them raggedy-ass scooters with these broke boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I about done out in these streets. Yeah. I was like, y'all just anything. The broker, the better. And niggas, yeah. niggas don't even charge them more. Fast scooter? Oh, you a real one. I'm loyal to this nigga. The worse <laughs> a man comes off to some of y'all, the harder y'all go to fuck with this dude. It's incredible. And well, nobody... I hold back no more. Like, we're not going to sit here and try to guide y'all anymore. We want y'all to know how ridiculous some of y'all are out here acting. And this was not supposed to be about y'all tonight, but because of the questions being asked, it got switched on to y'all. But some I, of y'all are utterly ridiculous right now. I think homeless love is the most, the truest love that there is because they be Ooh. so engulfed with each other. And they Ooh. think, like, you would look past a person's stink. To be honest, on it like that, 
that's a different type of love I don't ever want to experience. I'm good. But, you know, it happens to the best of them. Um, oh, yeah. That's right. We, we got three messages. I'm going to run through them. So, she, I got a question to ask you. So, yeah. you said when a man gets to a certain age, I'm pretty sure they, they tell the truth and they don't lie about nothing because... If you grown, grown, then whatever it is, is whatever exactly. it is. Um, we all still carry the fact that uh, one of us, it was between the man or the woman, one of us got our heart broken, and it wasn't by either one of the people that we're trying to get into a relationship with or we're trying to have a conversation with. So how do you distinguish that? That's what I'm trying to ask. Um, I don't know. I just take my time and I learn people. And I think... When I when I see how a man, a man treats other people and how blunt he is with other people, whether they know him really well or whether they don't know him, then that's how I try to gauge their honesty. Um, I was just telling the ex of mine, like, still to this day, when he lived five hours away from me and drove to come see me for like two hours and drove the fuck back home, I was surprised and he ended up doing it three more times after that. Not right. because, not because I don't feel like I'm not worth it, but I don't, I don't get so stuck on people's word unless I see your action. So when I actually see you do what you say, I'm surprised by that because that's rare. A lot of people just talk. So I just take my time with people to see if their actions match their words. It's not nothing just strictly, I'm just judging you on the way that you say something or your body language always. Um, we got another message from Breezy. You know what, Dungeon? I actually agree with that, especially for the man. A lot of women like toxic men, a man, a man that's a challenge for some reason have you have you read the art of seduction because the the man that you're describing sounds like the type of seducer that i read in that book is called the rake if you want to google that <laughs> let them know what a rake is but um yeah i actually agree with that you're right sounds now, interesting sounds interesting it, it literally just comes from life experience i've literally I see things and I try things out on women and I see what works the best. I've, I've like Shay has been here. I've, I've done the different body styles. I've been in super good shape. I've been a big nigga, all that stuff. I've been the good guy and I've been the dirt bag. And in every situation, it's exactly what you expect it to be. Niggas in good shape, get way more bitches. Have to put in way less work. Don't even really have to talk to y'all. Like if you handsome and in good shape, you getting all the bitches you want. It don't matter. Uh, niggas who try to be good to women and and be treat them with all the shit they're asking for usually end up getting played and left for the nigga who's doing the total opposite or they baby raggedy ass daddy. Not they, not the father of their child, the baby raggedy ass daddy that they like. And I've seen the toxicity is just a trend. Like there's now a trend on social media, which I know a lot of y'all pick up on is. A lot of women like go around like my toxic trait is that I'll tell a man I don't want him and then block him and wait and see how many different Instagrams he'll create to contact. 
And if he does at least five, I'll get mad on the first date. And you be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> why do you act like this? What? What? Why do you need all that? Like, just fucking. But if a nigga's like, oh man, you know, uh, God forbid, I make seventy five thousand dollars a year and have job stability. Get your bitch ass out of here. You zest me. <laughs> what kind of man makes good, decent money and want to have his shit together? You, you's a zesty brother. It's like Oreo Simp. Y'all are so ass backwards at this point. But once again, Chan, we're getting off track. Because this is supposed to be about the men. Okay, bring it, bring it back. Bring it back. We got one more message and then you can bring it back. So, bro, I got something to say with that, right? Some some men that just like toxic women. Some men that got this shit together just like toxic women. I'm not one of them, but a couple of my friends are. If they're going to cheat and they know each other's going to cheat, and they got to understand it for some apparent reason. So they just keep it cause you and do what they do. I don't understand it. And I probably don't want to understand it, but I know a few of my friends are like that. I'm, I'm be real with you. Men who do that don't have all their shit together. You know why? They don't <laughs> have they, they mentality not right. No man that has his shit together wants a toxic female because there's too much to lose. Men that had a shit together don't like the opportunities of losing shit, especially not some raggedy ass toxic bitch. So we not if a man that does that's maybe a fetish of his, but you not right mentally if you got your life together and you out here fucking with these broke down toxic bitches that only fuck with niggas that are the total opposite of you. What challenge you you presenting or winning by, uh, you know, trying to outlast a nigga that's in prison? Or, you know what I mean, a nigga like that, you're not going to beat that dude. You're never going to beat him. So all the jobs and all the money you make at the end of the day, I don't even know why women talk about how much money they need from you at this point. Stop asking niggas for money. When you know all you care about is how raggedy the nigga is. What do you get every time? That You know what? You know how you know what category you in? It's the first thing she asks you for is money. Understand. Yeah. You probably in the wrong category for that woman. She sees you on day. She's like, "Look, you want fuck this pussy tonight? I need forty dollars." <laughs> You're gonna be like, forty forty dollars to fuck one next, and two. Why are you asking me for forty dollars to fuck? I gotta pay my phone bill. You're gonna see all the correlation to your raggedy ass friends and the broke niggas as to who they really would go out on that date with. Me and pay for every goddamn thing he ordered. And let them scam him, scam her at the same time. Yeah. But you out here trying to be a good dude. For what? <laughs> for what? For points. For points? From who? I don't know. I have no idea. Who you getting them from? We're trying to figure out who you get them from. I'm clueless. We're I'm lost at this point, man. Um, what's another... Uh... What you what you want? Red flags or green flags right now? No, we still on red flags. What was the last one? Okay. Uh, What's another red flag? The biggest one. Oh, not, I shouldn't say the biggest one. Another red flag. For, damn, I had it. Where am I? I forgot what I did with my notepad. Another red flag for men at this stage in life is. Oh, I left off on 75 to 80% of their life together. Yeah, you did that one. Yeah. So the next thing is this. 
if if when you meet this man his communication skills ain't correct and he he has not figured himself out emotionally surrender yes yes you do not need to be dealing with no 30 plus year old nigga that shuts down at the drop of a hat when you ask him anything or just be like oh i won't play video games all day if that's what he's doing that's been trained subject matter from a previous relationship his ex has beat him down so bad that he don't even want to tell you what he really feeling because he like if i open my mouth to you you gonna call me zesty you gonna yell at me you gonna curse me out and you have to let him know it's a safe space for him to be in but that is also not your responsibility it is his responsibility as a man to go fix himself and get himself together that nigga should have been with the therapy figured out that it wasn't him in his last relationship this is what he wants he what he needs and desires needs to be validated as well and he needs to become you know in touch with his own emotions and and be able to handle himself and know how to communicate with the woman on the level he wants and set his boundaries the way he feels appropriate but if you can't do that and you're gonna go jumping in a relationship with a man that isn't ready emotionally and you want communicate tell me you want communication please you're just gonna be jumping right back in the same time fucked up ass talks relationship they ain't gonna talk you gonna be acting crazy you ain't gonna talk then you gonna cheat he gonna cheat and then we're back back to square one so Thanks, thanks. We got one more message on playing. Nah, my brother. When I say they got their shit together, I mean they got their shit together. And most of the women that they fuck with are got their shit together too. So it's not they don't they don't date down, they date up. But most of the women that's at the same stage as them are on the same page as them is what I'm saying. Um that's what I'm trying to get across. Um they don't mess with scallywags or they don't mess they don't date down. They only date of their pay grade that's what i'm gonna tell you or even or even above that they don't they don't go lower they don't go to the low hanging fruit i will say that but um for some apparent reason that's what's going on um you know too i think sometimes people who work a very structured or live a very structured life sometimes the way that they let loose is through um some type of enticement and sometimes that enticement is not a activity it's engaging in uh toxic behavior or uh behavior that's looked down upon but i'm off work now or i'm at home now so you can't really see you can't really see what i'm um i'm putting out so i'm I'm like it's kind of like that freak in the sheets lady in the streets shit sometimes the way that your friend may look in public or with you is not what they act like when they home with their girl or they home with the lady that they have come over you know what i'm saying so it's just one of those things some woman could be in hr at a job or be a lawyer and she get home and she talking to her husband crazy or she talking to her man crazy yeah or she just it's just like, who is this? Why are you talking like that? It's like yeah. they have this switch where they turn on and they turn off their toxicity 
to to show themselves a certain way in front of certain people. A lot of people do that. And that that's what I was saying. I was like, he, he got Mr. Shrewd. It ain't about how much money they make. <laughs> yeah. But they women that make good money that were pieces of shit. I don't think, I don't, hold on, I, I want you to know, the perspective I'm coming from ain't even about scat broke-ass scallywags. I don't think bitches at all. I couldn't even tell you how to deal with them bitches. Because I don't think <laughs> fucking, fucking all pH balance ass bitches. I don't do that. So, <clears throat> the bitches I'm talking about, doctors, lawyers, women that are educated, got good jobs, make good money, got their own and all that, still out here doing fuck shit. That don't mean your job title and your money make don't mean that you ain't out here dating the lowest of the low. Because a lot yeah. of them are. A lot of them still got that fucked up ass mentality or still don't know they work because they're self work because that's what they're used to dating. You know what I mean? So it ain't got nothing to do with how much money you make. Like six figure niggas that date bad bitches uh, are terrible bitches, and there's six figure women that date terrible niggas. It just is what it is at this point. We yeah. just try to see some of the flags that you will see. Regardless of if they're what what kind of money they make, but it's your choice yeah. level of person you're dating. Like you could date a bad person that makes six figures. That's that's. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have a um a single male friend that's a bachelor. Just got a new house, no kids. Black man has um a master's and a bachelor's degree, and he he does not date women our age like we're the same age i'm 36. he dates 22 year olds 24 year olds 21 year olds and then he dates them for a couple of weeks and then it's a problem dates a new one for a couple of weeks and then it's a problem i'm just like yo your mentality is so past that and i don't know why you keep going down to that because some people are smart intelligent people and can do a lot better, but not everybody, especially some men who live a certain way or have certain income, they don't want to be challenged mentally or emotionally by someone their age. I don't know what the hell that shit is about. That's facts. And I'm just like, there's a reason why your younger brother that we went to high school with is married now. Him and his wife is a lawyer. They had a wedding. They travel all the time together. And they're around the same age. And as far as relationship-wise, you would think he's the older one and you're the younger one. But that's that's the life he's choosing. And so he he will always joke. He was like, Shane, why don't you just why don't, you, why don't we, we just get married and I'll pay for the girls to go to private school and you could just chill. And I'm just like, I don't like you like that. So I would never put you in that position and I don't want more kids. And I feel like you should experience being a dad. I'm never going to just be like, oh, I give up. Why don't we just do this just so we can live a life? I'm not about to do that. You need to find a woman around your age and build something with. But some people you can't tell shit. <laughs> That's fact. Some people you oh. can't tell shit. But yeah. All facts. Yeah, don't don't let that financial status or status of life at all confuse you. Do you, you think I have a question for you, Dungeon? Uh, Do you think 
um, there's a limit of marriages that a man should try before he just deems himself not made for it. Yeah, one. Ah! Yeah, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> marriage is not something you step into lightly. That's why I haven't done it yet. Yeah. For me, it's a one-time thing. If it don't okay. work with that person, I really thought, I like, this is it. I know this person. I should sell it. I can spit. I can tolerate this person for the rest of my life. If it don't work with that person, I'm I'm not doing it again. I'm probably not gonna yeah. figure out. Like, yo, you're not. If you're not built for it, you're not built for it. That's the thing. Right. Some people ain't built for marriage. That's what a lot I of people. I understand honeymoon phase and sex and orgasms and money sometimes gets in the way, but you have to realistically be like, yo. Yeah, this person's cool, but this ain't it. Right. And I sit here and fucking waste my time in my life. You know what I mean? Try to pretend like, yeah, all oh, this is gonna I'll be with you forever, because you're not. Right. And, and that's just expensive. Now, if we talking about how many times have you tried if you're just going downtown and signing the paper, oh, as many as you want. Mm. But if you paying for weddings and got kids out there and all that involved and emotions and Getting people caught up with each other, hell, you get one chance at that. <laughs> I believe that too. I um, I, I'll just I'll date people of, find find me someone to rock out till you know the end of, end of days with me, and that's it. Yeah, one of my brothers, he on his third marriage, and that shit is going down the drain. And I'm just like, sir, give up, give up. You're just one of those people that's created to live your life, maybe date, but marriage is not for you. And he just keep finding a new woman, being in a toxic relationship. And I'm just like, I don't wanna hear about it no more. My brothers, when I see him, have you talked to your sister? Jokingly, I'm just like, no. I said, I don't wanna talk to him. He's like, he got this going on that. I said, I don't care. Because I don't know, My, I feel like I feel like all my brothers have mama issues and our mom is still alive and they won't, they won't deal with that shit. So they just pick women in their lives that make their lives miserable or vice versa. And I'm just like, I don't know why y'all crave this back and forth with a woman when it doesn't have to be that. You can work, you can run your own business, you can take care of your kids. And you can date and not have no attachment like this, but this is like a thing they crave, like this, this tug of war in relationships with women all the time. I'm just like, ew, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Very weird. Like, why? Why? I'm obsessed with enjoying my peace. Yes, me too. I'm obsessed with it. I know. Listen, I know you're obsessed with it. You ain't let it go yet. <laughs> like I'm, I, like it's cool, you know, it's cool, not having somebody there that's gonna flip out whenever you have a disagreement or always be badgering you about their emotions and you know validating their feelings and all that stuff, even though that that's just being narcissistic and not giving a fuck about how you feel and all that. Like, yo, it's it's cool to not have that around, you know what I mean? Right. Just to be like, yo. I'm here. I'm doing. I'm not a bad person. I'm taking care of my business, and I'm gonna move forward in life. And that's it. Like you know, hopefully one day you can find somebody that you and them both see on the same eye to eye, 
and take it from there. But it's to, to avoid all the drama, save the drama for your bum. Listen, please, for your sanity. That's another thing. And it could be either or. A red, a red flag or a green flag. A man understanding at this point in his life, he needs to turn, he needs to choose peace over pussy. A new P. You gotta choose your peace over pussy. You gotta know when to not look back or break your neck. It's not worth you breaking your neck. It's not worth you 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 backtracking for it. It's not you you're above this now. <laughs> like make it make sense. But yeah. What else you got? What else you got? I feel like it's uh, green flag time. Let's go. I like green flags. Yeah, so is it, you know, you the woman, you go first. I'll let you go to the green flags you got. And then green flags. I'll give mine. Um, someone who's not consistently on social media. Um, I think I think a busy man is very attractive. I think um, someone who is is completely okay with nerding out, meaning he has his thing that he likes. He could tell you all about it from top to bottom. You know, he wants to go home. He wants to build something or he get lost in his craft or his side hustle. I I think that's very attractive. I think a man that's, willing to take care of the people who are pivotal in his life, whether it's his mother, his father, his grandparents, um, his siblings. He checks in on the neighbors. Uh, He makes you, when you see him or when you see how he engages with other people, it makes you feel like, okay, this world is not so horrible. I think um, that's a super green flag. Someone who sets aside time to take care of himself, whether that's working out or staying home or fishing or reading or going to do something with his kids. Somebody that doesn't prioritize women or fucking off over doing something with his kids or making sure he takes his mom to the store every Sunday or just having a flow of his life where He's not um, distracted by a lot of quick things of the world today. I think that's very important when you're over 30 because over 30, you get to realize why what your parents used to tell you makes sense. You get to realize how wasteful you were being in your 20s. You get to realize what steps you want to take for your future. I think it's a pivotal decade and a man who understands those things and pours back into himself and invests into himself, whether it's time, whether it's self-care, whether it's um, financially investing in something so his money is not depleted every time he gets it. And knowing how to simplify your life. You know, you could buy the biggest TV, you could buy a newer car, uh, but you don't because you know those are not assets. You know, you could spend money at the strip club every Friday, Sunday, Saturday, and then 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you trying to get that back for that Friday, or you could live a simple life and not have to be out all the time, not have to be up in the mix all the time, you know, allowing less people in the city to know your name or just have you in shit. Somebody who's comfortable being out of the know. I think um, that's a super green flag for somebody over their thirties and just handling your business and just being okay with doing your own thing without somebody else seeing you, somebody who's not so fucking flashy all the time. Like a pet peeve for me, uh, but this was a pet peeve in my 20s, is going out with a man and everybody know him every five fucking minutes you walk somewhere. That's also like, a problem for some women, though. It is for some women who like that, but I don't like that because it's kind of like, yeah, y'all together. Yeah, they made time for you, but how much of his attention are you getting when everybody knows him or everybody want to talk to him for a quick second or y'all at the restaurant and they having side conversation and you just sitting there and yeah, he introduced you because he a gentleman, but at the same time, it's just like, damn, yeah, I thought this was like for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my green flags, um, and just having balance. Somebody who understands balance is such a green flag. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So big green flags. We go start off same place. We start off with the red flags. Okay, a nigga that can pay his phone bills. Uh, <laughs> It's a direct effect. It's a direct effect. If he cannot pay that phone bill, just why are we even doing this? If he can, he won't be talking about it because it's not a major bill to him. That means he has money. He has residual income to pay other things like rent (laughs) and things that matter. Not a fucking phone bill that's just killing him every fucking month. Oh, man, if I had his phone bill, I could really do some things. Really? No, you couldn't. You broke, motherfucker. So, a guy that can pay his phone bill. One, uh, a real super duper big one you're going to look at is his relationship with his parents. Oh, yeah. This with how I am with mine and how it shows what he's going to be like later on in life as a man. Uh, If he's taking care of them, doing what he's supposed to do, make sure that they're good, you can look at that as a... uh, uh, you know, kind of a foresight into what the future is going to look like for you. He's going to take care of you, make sure that you're good too, because that means that he has some type of morals and conscience where he's not about himself and he's not like, yeah, y'all got me out here, I'm good, fuck y'all. He's like, mm-hmm. no, I want to make sure my parents are good too. They're older now. I need to make sure they got the shit to me, you know, like, and it don't have to be him over there within 24-7. They can be just being like, yo, y'all got your medication. I got to see them from time to time. I got my eyes on my parents. I'm going to make sure that they're good. I'm make sure, you know, they're not having health issues. You know, and just checking in on them. That's how he'll be with you and your relationship, too. Yeah. You should look at that as a major green flag. Like, wow. This man still, because that shows he has a caring, nurturing personality almost. Not, you know, not in a feminine way where it just shows like, Yes, I know what my priorities are. And I know that I'm going to be loyal to the people who are loyal to me. Because a lot of y'all get that fucking misconstrued. 
or right. you just fall to anybody. Your parents, for the most part, have proven that they deserve your loyalty at this stage in life. Right. You know, and, and for the most part, if if their child feels the need to do that for them or show them that, it's because they've already shown their child. We have loved you and raised you to the best of our ability. Now we're weak and feeble and need you to kind of help us out a little bit. And instead of you being like, nah, I'm good over here. I got my own shit going on. You're like, yeah, I got y'all. I'm going to take care of you. You know what I mean? Right. You got to move them into your house. It, doesn't, it just means you're there to show you care and help support them the same way they supported you. That's who you're fucking loyal to. You know, you know what's another um, flag with that, too? What? If a man only calls his parents when there's something wrong in his life or he needs something. That's yeah. the rest. Don't get, don't get yourself caught up with a mama's boy. Or this <laughs> where that's, that's what he does. Oh, you know, mama, she, she didn't say something I like. I didn't talk to you. Or his, right. her, her mom's all of your business all the time in your relationship. You don't want that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, you know, but we'll leave that there. That's, you know, it's pretty obvious when, when you got that going on. If You know, if you don't want to be a little scrappy out in these streets. Huh? You should probably not have your mom all up in the Kool-Aid. Um, also, uh, good green flags. The obvious is if there's you know, they have their shit together, but we know a lot of y'all ain't looking for that, so <laughs> you know, whatever, but if he does happen to, you know, have a good job, a car, his own place, educated, you know, family-oriented, takes care, if he has kids, takes care of them, doesn't have to be having, still having sex with his baby mom, you know, that's the he does have that. But we know a lot of y'all Want Mr. Ghetto Project Fixer up her and, and you know, teach yourself. That's what you want. That's what you want. Um, another thing is uh, see if he is, when we're talking about financially styled, we're not just talking about makes a lot of money. We're talking about knows how to manage finances. Because more than likely, you need to be with a man that knows how to manage finances in a household. It's great. Like, don't call him frugal because he ain't out here spending money on every pair of Jordans that comes out. Or Gucci and Dolce and Gabbana and and follow what all the rappers do. Be appreciative of a man who knows how to manage his fucking money. Yeah. Be appreciative of the man who doesn't think it's right to take you to Roots Chris or to some five-star restaurant the first time y'all meet. Because one, you don't need to be spending that type of money on somebody he don't know. And also two, you need to earn that spot. Yeah. That's wife shit. That's someone I love dinners I'm taking to. Not some random woman I met who just gonna go eat the food I bought for her and then go fuck the brokest nigga on the projects right as soon as I drop her off. Fuck out of here. Yeah, you know I mean, so don't be, you know, it's a very, very much green flag for a man who's financially sound and knows what he's got going on. Um, I know a lot of these just sound like the opposites of red flags uh, from the first part, and they are. 
because these are major things you need to have or look for in a man that's over this age. And we're right. going to get to the point where right now we're talking about communication and emotional stability. At this point, this man should be able to talk to you. He should know how to talk to you. He should know how to manage your conversation uh, without going into an uproar. If he's passionate about something, I get it because that's how I am. But as far as like yelling and need to, you know, put hands on you or anything like that, nah, he's past that. He now knows how to express himself in a way where you have to, as the woman, take his concern seriously. It can't just be, oh, only my feelings need to be validated. But you a bitch ass nigga if you tell me how you feeling. That's how you stay with a project broke nigga. You want a real man, you're gonna have to also tend to how he feels. Right. Because I I tell you right now, men that got their shit together, don't stick around if somebody ain't making them feel good. Nope. It ain't it's about ego. It ain't, and this is not about ego. This is literally about I know my self worth. And I'm not about to sit here and be disrespected and treated like my opinion is valued in this relationship because you don't understand how to do that. So understand you can't treat no real man like, oh, it's all about me. It only validate my feelings. I don't give a fuck how you feel, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to talk crazy to you all the time. I'm going to have too much massive energy. I'm going to just that in the third. And then think that he's just going to sit there and stay and continue to take care of you and help you thrive in life. It's just not going to happen. Mm. Not going to happen. And you don't deserve that because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Plenty of simple. So, um, that's a big one. And what's the, where's the list? Let me think of the last one. The, the thing is, which is a big one here, for y'all ladies. Make sure this nigga's really single. <laughs> That's like, so hard today. It's so hard. It is, but it isn't. Men don't have the attention span. We don't have the capacity to be consistent to more than one person at a time. So if this man ain't keeping up that regular schedule, daily schedule of how y'all talk, Good, good morning, good nights. He's skipping days. He's skipping weeks. Understand, don't keep giving your energy to that nigga. He's got numerous people on the schedule. But if he's on on, on you like clockwork, good morning, queen. Good night, queen. How was your day? What we doing? What we doing this weekend? Here's what I got scheduled. He's open and transparent about what's going on. You might want to take him seriously. But if there's no consistency, so basically the green light is real consistency. If there is none, you're not being taken seriously, and you're not the one, to be honest. You don't even have to figure out what the situation is. You're just not the one. Because yeah. we give, as old boys said before, we make time for what we make time for, just like y'all do. And just like um, women will say, women intuition, women intuition, women also decide when to turn that shit the fuck off. Yeah, there was a comedian that made a perfect joke about it the other day. He was like, I love hearing about women's intuition and all that shit. He's like, what's the excuse when y'all date these abusive niggas? <laughs> he was like, was not working when you, you met that nigga? 
He's like, so oh, I, saying, you beat bitches out here. I ain't fucking with this. All of a sudden, it's, I don't see any red flags. You're good to go. And it is, <laughs> I was like, yo, he was 100% right about it. I love that women's intuition shit until it comes to some shit they, they, they want to be with. That shit go right out the door. Oh, you you get angry very easily. I'll get fucked. Me, me, ah! <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets crazy. You gotta know when to choose. We got a message. Um, off the top of my head, some of the things to worry about, um, or some of the red flags, I guess, right? Resist resistance to growth or change in a new relationship. Ooh. Um, inconsistency as far as action. Yeah. Um, self-centeredness ego, also known as egocentric thinking um, emotional unavailability is a big one um, mm. resistance or lack of commitment um, behaviors that are disrespectful or inconsiderate and uh, did I say past relationship baggage kind of bringing that into a current relationship those are some of the red flags to look out for those. We definitely had, we we've said most of those. Um, the password yeah. baggage. Yeah, if you're doing that shit in your thirties, just just stop dating. You should, know, <laughs> you should know better than be bringing that bullshit in your next relationship. You don't want to dealt with that terrible person. Don't bring it on to the, and put it on the next person. Usher done yeah. told you a whole bunch of R and B songs and told you stop acting like the red flag is you doing that. Yeah. Oh, I have trust issues, and you need to feel, figure that out for me. No, I don't. Goodbye. I don't right. need to figure out shit for you. You go figure it out for your fucking self. Selfish son of a bitch. No, I said, I'm not here to fix you, mother. <laughs> don't go fix yourself, and then come see me. Yeah, yeah. Hell, I don't trust people. Uh, I'm abusive. Uh, I don't know how to talk. Fuck out of here. Take your dumb ass right up the street and go be talking with somebody else. Sit here expecting me to fix your problems. I'm not Will Smith. Crazy. <laughs> Not a Wilson glow. Uh, I mean, that's my band's at that, but you know. Hi, Will Smith. Any more green flags you missed? Uh, I don't think we hit on the most important ones. You know, uh, you know, and even if they're not, they were the stage of like you. You're going to deal with and date what you want to date. We understand that. But we're just going to let you know, like, from the male perspective, what's available out here and what you should be looking for as opposed to what some of y'all are looking for. Um, Definitely being honest with yourself as a man. Um, I feel like if... By 30, you should be able to say, hey, I think you're gorgeous or, you know, I'm about five drinks in. You look like you'd like to have a good time. You trying to leave with me? Yes or no? Yeah. Your name. Yeah. I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. And if you can't be that direct up front and you feel like you got to swindle somebody, then... You're always in the wrong and you are not up to par and you know that because I feel like only men who feel like they got to swindle or manipulate or hide something because they're scared they will say no if they tell them the truth is because you know you're not on the up and up. You know, if your daughter 
was trying to go out somewhere with a man like you, what you trying to do right now, you would have told her she's being dumb. Uh-huh. And if you find yourself in that position, you need to just stop and leave that alone because that shit could backfire in your face. I think a lot of women will sit and lie on the man about what he did or what she what she didn't want to do after the fact. But if you're not 100% sure that this woman is for what you want to do, don't take the 70%. Don't take the 60%. Don't take the assumption route. But you got a message. You got a message. I know this might seem immature from some angles, but I'll tell you the biggest green flag for a woman ever oh lord what is it what is that when you and her get in an argument and she diffuses it or drops it there is no bigger feminine green flag in a woman oh we're, we're talking in tonight uh but yeah god forbid a woman that takes accountability oh my god yeah <laughs> about a woman who literally would admit you know what? Even, even if it's why we diffuse the argument, why don't you just say, you know, I'm wrong? You know, I admit it, I was wrong. We don't have to diffuse the argument. Why did yeah. the argument start? Is it because of you? Were you on some bullshit? Are you willing to say, you know what, I was on some bullshit? Let's let's just cut this. We're good. Yeah. You know what? So as a woman, I gotta think about that and I gotta think about why I would do that. And the only reason why I would do that first is if I don't want to put energy in arguing with you. So I'm just going to say, you're right. I apologize. Uh, just to not have the, the, the discussion. Yeah. But if I respect you, and I'm my focus is solution based, so we can move on to the next thing or enjoy our night. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna do whatever needs to be done to put the smoke out. There you go. But yeah, um, whew. yeah. <laughs> the most masculine women ever cannot let shit go and continue, and it's masculine on masculine. Feminine women, oh, they diffuse everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has a point, he has a point. Oh, but think of it, right? So a woman that's like, I don't even care who's wrong. Just want to have a good rest of the night. That gets me to slowly be like. Okay, so that would depend on the man too, because men pick up on a woman's ways by observing her better than women pick on uh, pick up on a man's ways. So yeah. some men who might want to abuse that, knowing that she's just going to believe what I tell her or she's not going to push for more details, they uh-huh. might take advantage of that. But an honest man who really just does not agree with something might love that about a woman, but there are still some people who might manipulate and use that against a woman like, you know, I don't give you no problems. I don't create no drama, but you, you've been doing this 
the whole time type shit. Some people take advantage of that. And that changes that woman to be the complete opposite next time to somebody who she ain't got to be opposite of that with. But yes, like Dungeon said, we talking about men tonight. But um, that is a thing, you know, as far as like a green flag and people, period. Because I don't like when a man wants to argue. I don't like when a man has to be reminded of his tone when he talks to people. And it doesn't have to be me. It could be people around him in his life. Like your tone, your mannerism, your body language, it, it says a lot about how you respect the person you're talking to. That's facts. So, Perfect. yeah, those are good ones. Anything else you want to drop tonight? Nah, that was that was my main thing, you know. Uh, I went in evenly on the men. Uh, you know, I'll try to figure out another pair of subject matter to get them on instead of us continuing to make stuff for women because, you know, like I said, a lot of the uh, loyal listeners are like, yeah, I'll be going to the women's bar. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, we'll switch it up. We'll go on a little too hard. You know what I've been thinking about? What are some things we haven't talked about on here? Uh, exactly. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. I'm just like, what? That's what I'm going to think about for the next few shows. What haven't we discussed? Mm-hmm. What haven't we discussed? But it's, it's 9.33. I want you to enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Thank you so much, Cyber Soldier, for dropping those messages. Um, this is the Real Relationship Rapport. It's a podcast in your favorite podcast app. Find it, subscribe, check out the episodes, find some solutions for common issues that may arise in relationships, and just be better people. I don't think men are more right than women. I don't think women are more right than men. I think it's all about balance. And once we stop acting like we don't need compromise on both sides, I think we'll be better people. You know what I'm saying? If you find yourself consistently miserable, you might need to drink more water. You might need need more wang in your life. You might need more other lips in your life. But find some balance, please. Yep. All right, Dungeon, you have a good weekend. You do the same. Enjoy yourself. I think we're all supposed to get nice warm weather. So, Yes, it was kind of good today, and then it got cold again. Yeah, man. You know, slide on them highways. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we will touch race with you. All right. We're uh, out of here. Uh, Later. Have a good night. <laughs>